There have been several occasions in New York history when um, there seem to have been revolts, uh, most notably in 1712 and then even more there in 1741. Um, historians are not entirely certain what happened. Um, what we do know is that there were a series of fires early in 1741, mysterious fires. And whereas in our time, uh, where we may go on a killing spree or a gambling spree or drug spree or sex spree or whatever, the seemingly the uh, preferred method, method of um, antisocial behavior in early Americans was to set fire to stuff. I mean, that's how they got excited, I guess. I don't know what it is. But anyway, there was, arson was a huge worry. Uh, in early American history, in part because you don't have professional fire departments. There's no, there are no yards because nobody has a concept of suburbs. Nobody has a notion that grass is a good thing. Nobody would want that. So you put your houses together and they will burn up. Uh, so uh, there's a danger of conflagration at every, at every point. Well, what happened is they were worried. They used to have a watch that went around looking for them. Suddenly in early 1741, there seemed to be an unusual number of fires. And then uh, a servant girl who's 16 years old testifies that in a tavern, a white-owned tavern by a guy named John Hewson, catering to African Americans, there has been talk of a conspiracy and a revolt of the slaves against the establishment. That testimony balloons into a very large investigation, which before it's all over, has resulted in the execution of four white people, including a, a teacher named John Urey and a prostitute and the Hushans, uh, dozens of blacks, some burned at the stake, and others banished from the city. And you think, well, banishment, that's not a bad point. Well, a banishment from your wife, from your children, who you'll never see again, that's serious too. The important thing, I think, that the 1741 slave conspiracy tells us, and by the way, it only ended when this servant girl begins to start pointing her finger at everybody. And suddenly, is this... She lost her marbles. Meanwhile, they've already executed a lot of people. So we don't have the records anymore. We don't know just how bats this uh, young lady was. Uh, meanwhile, they'd already done some pretty terrible things. And so they just kind of shut down the investigation and quietly left alone and got rid of the records. But I think for the historian, what's interesting is the massive retaliation against African Americans, which to me, and I think to others, attests to the fear that must have been there. In other words, you don't go around executing people on the testimony of a minor uh, with almost no backup, especially when they represent property. I mean, take whatever moral position you want, but this is money, and you're, you're kind of setting fire literally to money, forgetting it's a human being. So I think it reminds us that this is no happy period of time in 18th century New York, I mean, so we go back, it wasn't wonderful, it was, well, I think the desperate measures that the community took tells us that um, 
this was a frightened place and that race relations were strained and that at the end of the day, the white residents knew that they were oppressing the blacks and knew that they had reason to revolt and kill them. Um, so I think it's a very revealing and important part of New York City's history, whether or not there was actually anything whatever to the rumor of revolt, because we're not absolutely sure there was anything at all to it. We do know an awful lot of people died.